Hello everybody and welcome once again to Saints Radio. We've been enjoying the presence of the Lord and prophetic discussion here and time just kind of got away from us. Oh wow, is it after It's uh, one minute late. two minutes late. We're going to have to give them a discount on what they normally pay for this. What do you think? Yeah, and then an additional discussion about whether or not we keep the air conditioner turned on during the broadcast. That's true. And unless you all want me to become a living sacrifice here, <laughs> which I probably should be willing to do on behalf of this broadcast. Put your all on the altar. If the noise bothers anyone, just send me a text and I will pray for you. Yeah, we'll send her a text and we'll say we're working on it. <laughs> well, it's hot in Dallas, it's like a sauna very humid today much humidity it's it's like a sauna literally <laughs> reminds me of that scene in Seinfeld when Kramer and Jerry <laughs> were in the sauna <laughs> Kramer says it's like a sauna in here <laughs> that's what it's like <laughs> everybody just laughed <laughs> oh man oh you know sometimes I reference things like that and I'm looking out of the congregation and there are several people that just are looking at me with slack face. And I think, you've never seen this program ever in your life. And you have no idea what I'm referring to. But as I get older, a lot of my references are from bygone days. And, and I get that a whole lot, you know. Um, but it's like a sauna in here. Well, we are in a very unique day because this is the last day of June, June 30th. Isn't that amazing? I always wondered why June didn't have 31 days. July does. August does. It's, it's weird how that is, you know? Why don't they take the, 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 30, the, day, the, the 31 days and beef up, beef up February and... Uh, only have the 31st for a special month. Why weren't they thinking? Why didn't they ask us when they did this? So tomorrow we're in the seventh month. Wow. This is the strangest year I've ever... <laughs> it's the strangest year. The most unique year. Well, being that it is the seventh month, you know what that means, kids. It's the fast of feasting. And this coming weekend is first Saturday. It's also July 4th weekend. That's July 4th. I know. So, what do we do? I don't know. We're going to have first Saturday prayer anyway, since most of you are doing it wherever you live. So, uh, that's coming. There'll be a directive coming when? Soon. Soon is not a time. <laughs> That's a story that is just... You know, see, the wonderful thing is that you can, you can have funny events in life. And if you preserve them, you can pull them out of the... You can pull them out of the memory bank and laugh at them all over again. But you've, I think you've told this, Mary. You know it better than me. We were ministering in London at a Congolese church. And um, Mark Coleman was with us. And we were going to go to the pastor's house for dinner after the evening service, which meant we'd be eating at like 1130 at night, which for some of you is just when the dinner bell rings. But for me, that's way past my eating time. So we decide that we're going to walk with this pastor. This pastor was a chef in one of the hotels, and he had a, what was it, a goat leg or something like that, a raw goat leg that he was carrying <laughs> under his arm. And I was walking with him, and it was like he, he must have been one of Kip Kano's brothers because he was picking them up and laying them down, and he was moving out, and I was huffing and puffing to keep up. Monica and, and Coleman were lagging back there but there wasn't anything I'd do 
could do. We had the goat leg. We, and I told him, I said, man, you sure are moving fast. I said, I should expect this because you've got three legs. <laughs> he looked at me like, what are you saying? And I pointed at the goat leg, and he started laughing. It didn't slow him down, though. So we get there to this place, and they start showing us all these videos of Christian ministries and the go Oh no, it was it specifically it was video of Dennis Jernigan. One of your sister's favorites. Yeah. And um so the goat leg is in the oven cooking and this guy's was it his sister? His sister shows up with her fiance. So when we finally get the goat leg and all the other stuff that they made, we're all sitting at this little table in this apartment in somewhere in London. They start quizzing the fiancé about when he's actually going to marry the sister. And this is all real lighthearted. And the, the man says, the, 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 the pastor says, what is the date you're going to have? And he says, it will be soon soon and he says soon is not a time <laughs> i always remember that soon is not a time and this went on for what do you think 15 minutes it was an ongoing routine and this this fiance it was just hilarious i was just laughing it was so funny but they were pressing him to finally get off the dime and set a time when he's going to marry this woman soon is not a time so, an ongoing joke for the rest of the time Mark Coleman was with us, and those were blessed years. We'd, we'd just say, when? Soon. <laughs> remember, remember that? And it just was like, it was just funny. When? Soon. Soon. <laughs> Soon is not a time. Oh, man. Oh, man. But walking, it was pitch black dark. I'm walking with this man. He was about six foot three, and he had his Bible in the one hand. And, and I didn't know what it was he was carrying until I asked him. And he said, it's a goat leg. And I thought, a goat leg? Is that what we're going to eat? I didn't say that because we had goat in Greece. And, and, and so I said, brother, I said, we're really we're really moving out here. I said, we're losing our, our, uh, the other members of our team back there. They don't know where they're going. <laughs> I said, I could see this when I told him, I said, I can see how you're going so fast because you actually have three legs. Oh my gosh. I think he did stop and let you two catch up a little bit, but then he picked up again and off he went. Well, that was just really interesting because we had a powerful service at their church. It was like a Friday night. And, uh-huh. you know, everything starts late to us because um, it just does. We've, we've, we've learned to acclimate to the hours of our European Hosts. friends. Yeah, but I remember the service was over. It just went on and on, and the spirit was moving. And it was like we knew we were going to have dinner with them. And it was late when the service was finished. And then we think, okay, we took a cab over here. And he says, we're going to go to my house. Follow me. And so we walked out the door of the church. And we started following him. And you guys were up ahead. Mark and I were talking. I'm just enjoying our walk, just trying to keep up. So that we didn't get lost because it was very, it was a dark. where you were going. It was a dark night in London. I mean, it was one of those side streets in in London. And you guys just kept going and going and going. It was probably a mile walk. It was easily that. And I kept thinking, where are we going? So then when we get there, by then it's probably 11. And the goat leg was not even on the cooker. No. (laughs) It was not even on the grill. It didn't hit the spit yet. And so they did position us in the living room to sit and watch Dennis Jernigan do a concert. That was and, gratifying. Yeah. And so, and then the, the other thing that was really interesting, and I love these people. I mean, I fell in love with these people. I love the African people. Um, but I remember when it was time for dinner to be served, which was at least by midnight, there was six or seven kids, like young kids yeah. that were there. 
And we walked into the kitchen, and they had the kids lining the walls of the kitchen. And the kid, they made the kids sit and wait until we had been served and eaten before those kids were able to eat. Yeah. And I remember thinking, well, this must be a cultural thing, but my kids would never go with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it, for us, it's like we feed our kids first. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving, and you make the kids' plates first and sit exactly. them down at the table. And, and those kids sat there quietly in the middle of the night and, and were so gracious and so obedient. But it was, it was hard for me because <laughs> I just wanted to, like, you know, the, you pass them a bite or something. Hey, give them a piece of the turkey yeah. leg. Here, the goat leg. Pass them a hoof or something. Toss them a communion packet. Um, now, Edwige and Emmanuel, I don't think they came over to eat with us. They were there. She translated for us, but but they didn't come to this. I guess they probably knew what was coming. They, I don't know. They had Benjamin, so... No, it wasn't Benjamin. What was his name? The little boy. Joshua. The little boy? Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. Jen, Benjamin. I've got Benjamin on the Joshua. Mind. Joshua. So they probably took him back. So it was just us and the Mugambos. Um, oh, there was other people though, because his sister people, was there and her Emmanuel husband. And, yeah, come. yeah. What a thing! Yeah, I, I remember we had it in another episode because in the cab ride over there, you left your pashmina, your black pashmina, and we went through all kinds of shenanigans with the. Uh, London Taxi Drivers Association trying to find out if anybody had turned it in and it's a process. You have to fill out a form and you commit it and then they I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but you never got it back. Soon is not a time. When soon. Uh, when he said that, I laughed. That was just so because they were getting after this guy. I guess he was just kind of like Barney Fife with, uh, with, uh, was it Thelma Lou? And, you know, when are you going to marry her, Barn? Well, I'm just not ready yet. Um, and so they're after this guy to finally do right by his sister. And she's just sitting there laughing through it all. It was a comedy routine, but it was just persistent. When are you going to marry my sister? Soon. Soon is not a time. <laughs> it's still funny. I feel sorry for people that don't have the, the extravagant senses of humor to where you can relive those things and just get a kick out of them still. There would have probably been some people sitting at that table who found nothing funny at all. And, and it wasn't us just laughing. Everybody was laughing. This fiancé guy was the butt of everybody in the family because they all knew he was dragging his feet and they had him. It wasn't just the goat leg that was on the spit. He was on the spit too. When? Soon. Soon is not the time. See, you just never know what kind of chit-chat's going to emerge from the vault. But we are entering into the seventh month tomorrow. And... Um, there was ever a time that we, as a nation, need to surrender any measure of bitterness and come into alignment with the purpose of the Father, it's now. Amen. And so we'll be sending out a directive um, soon. That's what got me off. When? Soon is not a time. What do you think? By tomorrow morning? Oh, yeah. Tonight? Yeah, maybe tonight. Okay, maybe tonight. For Stay sure. Stay up late. Put some cookies and milk up by the fireplace. It's going to come. At an hour when you think not. Amen. Um, just a quick announcement. In addition to Saturday's prayer. Um, you know, we've, we've labored in a lot of different nations and seen the fruit of, of the seeds that have been sown by all of the saints throughout the network in these different nations. And, and I know from time to time we, 
we speak of Switzerland and about um, Olivia Zafus, who's standing there faithfully on behalf of the saints there in Switzerland. And of course, um, there's other saints there, Severin's there. Um, we've got the Stephens that are there. We've got the young people that are there. Um, and we're thankful for that, and we bless him in that. But Olivia is is so faithful in standing on behalf of what God wants to do there, on behalf of the message of the saints and intercession. And um, recently she has communicated with me that, sh- that she's been given the opportunity to have a time of proscuneo. And... Um, and she's been reaching out to some of the young people to come and join her um, in Proscuneo once a month or twice a month um, in this strategic location. And they've been responding, and I'm so thankful for that. So what, I'm, what my announcement is to the saints is I want us to, um, to really support her and what God wants to do there on behalf of this offering of intercession for Switzerland. Um, They're going to begin on July the 15th. Oh, here I see. They're going to gather once a month from 8 to 10 p.m., and that'll be Swiss time, so that'll be, um, take it back, seven hours? 1 o'clock to 3 here in Dallas. Yeah, but I'm not saying you have to join with her at that specific time. All I'm asking is for um, the saints around the world that are listening just to gird her up and just to be in agreement with what God wants to initiate through this devotion and this intercession um, on behalf of the saints there in Switzerland. And I know that God has opened this door for her and for to, to, to really for the young people to come alongside and really apply what we have taught as far as what proscuneo is and to really... Um, just exercise that gift and so I I say that to say just be in prayer for faithfulness and obedience and that the Lord will anoint their time of prayer and diversities of tongues and um, really be the beginning of something that is necessary there in that land and so I just wanted to bring that before the people and just ask you just to just to be in agreement and you know we're not able to travel right now and had we been able to travel I feel absolutely confident that we would have been in Switzerland either by now this year or before the end of the year And so just know, Olivia, if you're listening, that we are standing with you here from Dallas and from other places throughout the world. And we will meet you at the throne. And we are girding you up and encouraging you in all that God has called you to accomplish there in that land. And so I just wanted to to make that um, opportunity available for the rest of our intercessors. Amen. And we, we officially release our affiliation with that. And in so many ways, Olivia has become our representative of the Saints Network there. And um, we, in the spirit realm, uh, ask for the covering of the Lord as she continues to do these things that are biblical and part and parcel of what the saints should be. Um, and you know, there've been many times over the years as we've ministered and the saints have ministered there in Switzerland and many different types of, uh, deliberations before the throne and, uh, uh, angelic interactions. We just fully commission the, uh, the forces of the Lord to empower these kinds of, of, uh, missions and put a hedge around it um, in Jesus' name. Yeah, amen. Yeah, things things are really unique right now, and we don't we have to to really be open to the creative ways that the Lord is moving, and the way that He's calling upon us to 
accomplish this mission in ways that perhaps we've not done before. Now, proskuneo is tried and true. I mean, it's it's our posture of prayer and worship. And, of course, yes, but um, I really believe that this has been, this is a divine appointment that God has set up for the intercessors there. And I'm thankful for her leadership. And um, Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Her initiative and her willingness and her leadership. Because you know what? Sometimes, so often, it feels like you are one crying in the wilderness. And um, I know that from time to time she's felt that way. And so I just pray that, that others come alongside. The Lord stirs others to come alongside. And... Um, to serve in that capacity and you know for for the other nations that we're not able to go into right now france i mean france has been on my heart i know that pastor you minister every week into france the message of the week um it's it's i mean my heart is torn just being homesick not be able to actually be there with our french saints but i also know that god is doing a new thing and that we have to embrace it and we have to know that our fellowship is in the spirit our fellowship is together at the table of the lord and um whether or not we're together in the natural he's really asking us to press into that that fellowship in the spirit that partnership in the spirit and um and so we bless our our saints family in France and in Belgium um, and of course in Brazil in India in Africa in Luxembourg <coughs> well, who am I forgetting <laughs> in all the nations of the world where the seed has been planted the Philippines the Philippines and we ask that the Lord would continue to open the doors into other nations, even though we are grounded right now in the natural, that the Lord would just supernaturally open doors into other nations that we can minister into through this broadcast booth or through our, our smartphones or however he would have us to do it. Um, well, yeah, I, I think Switzerland has such a unique identity um, one of the big blessings that God orchestrated with Switzerland was when we went uh, at the directive of the Father to minister to what we call the Latin churches and um, it was there that we went around in many different places and spoke amongst groups that were originated from a lot of South American countries and um, the last group was the Brazilian group and I know that God used that to unlock a door that wasn't in any way in the natural connected with those folks but God used that obedience to open up that continent and that nation and that came, I believe, through um, a very unique governmental histeme that Switzerland has for the nations. Um, it's kind of like when we went, we did all those things about French-speaking nations. And then God opened France and France became the doorway into Western Europe. Um, it's funny how God does that. It's just, it's just really interesting. So I think Switzerland has a lot of these kinds of contacts in the spirit realm. And um, uh, we're totally absolutely totally behind what you just brought forward that Olivia is doing and um, and, an, and another factor is those 
younger folks that God particularly used you to minister to, I pray that some of them, like Yuriko, she's got a great anointing, and I pray that she will stand strong beside Olivia and be a powerful voice of intercession because, again, she's from Peru. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's just interesting the way God moves, the economy of God, the, the pneuma political connect, not geopolitical, but pneuma political. So, I don't want to go too far with some of the discussions that I'm sensing in the spirit realm because I'm not sure what the Lord's going to want me to share tomorrow on Wednesday Night Live, but um, I think that this seventh month is really going to be one where it's a pivotal month. We're entering into the second half of this year of wisdom. And um, and I, I think that's undoubtedly why God brings the seventh month to bear uh, as one of the fast of feasting months. And I know the calendar was different back during the days of Zechariah. And I know the Roman calendar then came and then it was adjusted. And, you know, you actually have... Um, um, you know, set is seven and oct is eight. And so those extra two months that were added, Nuevo and Dec, um, but, you know, I think for our time, the seventh month fits perfectly in the middle of the year. And if there was ever a time where we as saints need to log on to the heart of God for our nation, particularly bitterness. It's it's now. It's it's like we were talking earlier uh, about some of the strategies the enemy's employing and how um, iniquity is something that is being targeted in a way that is beyond the way iniquity is normally targeted. Um, and how the enemy is just pouring out wicked anointings on that. And people, if you're not girding up your calling and your purpose, you know, the scripture says, be sure your sins will find you out. I'm going to tell you, your iniquities will do you in. And, you know, already we have seen saints who were really solid and powerful over the years uh, who gave place to the doorway of iniquity and that was like a screen door on a submarine. They just sunk. And, and I think that at this time frame, particularly in the seventh month, yes, we need to pray for our nation, but we also need to ask the Spirit to search us. And just like the communion table has the bitter sop, I think that this is like a divine communion table in the seventh month for us to allow the Spirit to search us and for us to come and say, if there's something that is a vulnerability that we've not seen um, that could do us in. And the, w the, way you, the way it happens is with whatever the enemy is trying to do, I'm not focusing on the enemy, but I think anybody who looks at the nations of the world right now, if you don't see the enemy doing things that you've never thought you'd see, Somebody needs to splash some coffee in your face so you wake up. There is demonic activity on a scale unlike anything we've seen in the past. We've seen vestiges of it. I mentioned this during um, the Stalinists and Lenin and Hitler and Mao and the Khmer Rouge. 
um, even even the Rwanda clash that happened before we went into Uganda, um, there were there was a, a racial warfare that went on, and it was cataclysmic. Um, but the enemy is moving, and the way it happens is he will touch on something that is a is a twist off of what your real anointing and calling is, which is what iniquity does. And if he finds a crack where you bite, once you start going down that trail, it's like it's like a a drug. And before you know it, and and you don't really even know it, you're gone. And, and I said, "Well, we trust the blood of Jesus. We trust the power of being saved." Yeah, I do too. But you explain to me how Judas who walked with Jesus, one of the big 12. That's not a football conference. He opens himself up in his iniquity. Satan enters in, and he's doing the Lord and the disciples in. You tell me how that happened. You tell me how Paul has a guy named uh, Dumas who forsakes him, having agape this present world. How does that happen? I mean... It, it it's just we've got to watch ourselves do you have a scripture for us well i was just thinking about what you were talking about about examining ourselves and about the table and you know this is this is somewhat of a a very um it's a very powerful powerful principle for me right now in this season just the whole concept of the table because the lord has had me come to the table every single day for this very reason and and I fully believe that our healing is at the table life is at the table everything is found at the table and um, so I was just going to read this passage that you reference out of 1 Corinthians 11 verse 27 it says therefore whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Now, I wonder about that because without without the shedding of the, without the cross, we're, we're all unworthy. So does this mean that we make worthy the table? Well, worthy, remember, is, is off axios, of axios, which is everybody bearing their being own Being willing burden, to go, yes. Bearing the weight that God has given you. Fulfilling right. your function. So we come to the table in that commitment to to um, to bear that load. Yeah, and what is what is the word guilty there? And I'll talk while you're looking it up. You know, again, and, and that that's where we talk about iniquity. Iniquity is twisted purpose, or it's a, you finding some way to where you're not fulfilling your purpose, and you think because it's an interior voice and because it's going off an anointing and a calling God has given you, you feel right about it. And you you go off in it, and the enemy is more than willing to um, to play the music for you to dance to. Did you find it? It's it comes from an echo, and it is enochos, e n o c h o s, and it literally means to be able. No liable sorry my my vision's not very good liable in danger guilty of subject to bound under obligation but if it's after if it's from echoes that that means that whatever the blood and whatever the body has given for you to reflect on behalf of the throne you've abandoned that and so now you are by your very abandonment of the echoes and your abandonment of the axios you 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 have forsaken what your identity and your responsibility is and you've forsaken the empowerment that Jesus gave to you by virtue of his blood and by his body and that those are two those are those are condemnatory right there and he's speaking to the church 
Yeah, that's true. And then it says, but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. And then he goes on about the weak and the sickly Which, among you. Many yeah. shall sleep. Yeah. Well, I think I think you prophetically hit on the, the two, I mean, uh, that are so pertinent to, to this discussion right now. There are people that are abandoning their true calling. And there are people that are, and they're thinking they're doing God a favor to do it. Well, and the thing too is, Pastor, is that these are... I mean, these are elect people. I mean, these are people that are called and chosen and have been walking the Nematocost pathway. The very elect will be deceived. Yeah, that's the frightening part is we, and you know, I mean, I don't think the Lord's having me come to his table every day so that I don't veer off in an inequity, but I can sure tell you that every single day when I come before him with that bread and that body, that blood, I'm applying these things to my life in the midst of a very chaotic, unrighteous atmosphere that we're living in right now. And um, Yeah, and you know, even the whole term that is so popular throughout, I call it the modernist, it's probably some other name, God probably calls it something entirely different, is deconstruct which really says let's reevaluate what our calling and mission is which is the axios and let's do away with it and let's let's put together something that's more avant-garde and let's really do away with the word and let's do away with what we believed about the table of the lord and and um we're not we're the echo of what he said well let's question what he really said let's let's see the enemy's played a few pretty major cards. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's hit us within a network. It's hit us within. But I think about just this year, 2020, and, and you know, I mean, we certainly don't glorify any man. But I think about this whole progressive Christianity move and the deconstruction and all of that that has hit our saints' network internally, structurally. And I think about the fact that Ravi Zacharias, who really was a forerunner and bringing that understanding the truth of that understanding calling it out and being such a bold voice and the enemy i mean he's with the lord and i rejoice about that but i it grieves me that 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 teaching that teacher has been taken from this earth but what that says to me is that every single one of us has a responsibility to not only understand what's happening but to know the truth to know the untruth and and really embrace the anointing that helps us discern what's happening yeah and i'm certainly not proclaiming this over you or over me but you look through the scripture and every time somebody was taken away whether it was elijah what happened when elijah went well then you had elisha he should have stayed there We've already talked about that. But you had Elisha and the school of the prophets that picked up when Moses was taken away. He should have stayed there. Joshua and uh, the tribal leaders and Jephthuna, they, they took off. When Jesus ascended, you men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing? And there was an opening. And sometimes in the economy of God, that is, we don't understand it, but it, it opens the door for smite, strike the shepherd and there will be a scattering, but that scattering can also be uh, a developing. A double portion. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that over you and me because I... Hey, I, if for, a chariot just happened to just well, descend right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I tell you... I. I know that God once delivered this calling of the saints. And I know from what we see in the Old Testament and in the New Testament that it is the frontline forces of the end time. 
I mean, how do you how do you not look at the scripture and see that? I mean, it says it. It says it clearly. And so I feel like we've got a lot of work yet to do. And I feel like this year was supposed to have been, in our thinking, years of tremendous a year of tremendous breakthrough and wisdom, and and, and it is. But um, and I think for us as saints, we're as you said, we're not able to travel the way. We had to cancel big meetings, significant meetings. Um, and in some ways, that's a taking away. And so we have to believe that there is an outpouring that is commensurate with that act that's coming and that is going to continue to come. But at the same time, I'm asking God to replace things that the enemy has taken out. And I, I believe he's doing that. Um, but, but this is a battle. It's a battle of iniquity. You know, and too, I mean, I think about what was prophesied, what, last year about Elijah and Elisha. And how often we said, you know, how great. How amazing would it have been had Saul and David been able to work together? Had yeah. Moses and Joshua been able to work together? Had um, Elijah and Elisha been able to move together? How David amazing. and Saul. Yeah. And, and it was prophesied, this is the time where that is going to be established. And God has proven that and shown that. But what it says to me, as the Elijahs, we have that responsibility to train them up and to teach and to develop and to um, release. And, and that to me is so exciting. Really. Yes. So I think that this month, it's, 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 yes, it's first Saturday, but it's a month where we embrace this fast of feasting in a way that God has reserved for this particular time frame. And there have been powerful things that God has done through this over the years and just as an as a regular expression that we've done um, ongoingly. But um, I think that this is a crucial month and we need to be open and sensitive to what God would be saying to us to develop. I don't want to miss anything that he's asking us to do we're, we're trying to stay busy we're trying to do new things I mean um, yeah, I was talking to Iwala yesterday and we were kind of comparing notes about this Brazilian mini semester that starts this Saturday and I was telling him when I would have the first outline because I'm still trying to figure out how this is going to flow over these five weeks and what we put where and it's just so difficult it's like choosing mm. what do you want to eat first you know oh listen that is labor <laughs> it's hard work it's tedious work yeah it really is but he you know he was saying well you know i don't want to put any pressure on you because i know the, the network you're reaching out here on this day and here on this day and then here on this day and i I didn't even recognize the things God has us doing. And I'm not saying that as a plaudit for any of us. We're all busy. But with all of that, I don't want to miss the main thing that's coming, that the additional thing that's coming that we need to be creative and uh, prophetically embrace. So I don't want to emerge from this season saying, you know, you gave us these talents. I just had them in a rag over here. I want to. I want to have power over cities for the Lord by using these talents. And um, don't you? Amen. Yes. And all of you, all of you saints. When soon? Soon is not the time. Man, oh man, it's quarter till. We've only got 15 minutes left. Quarter till end. Of course, we started two minutes late. we got to pay people back for that. Um, 
Sholoim Parakotis Simbritis. I uh, I'm so grateful for the goodness of the Lord. His blood is upon us. We are being preserved, protected, covered, inspired, activated, invigorated, illuminated. You know, isn't it interesting that, not to bring up a conversation about COVID-19, but how can we have... COVID, what's that? Yeah. But you think about, in our country... Like four of the major Saints ports, New York, Florida, Arizona, and Dallas, mm-hmm. have all been hit Hot so spots. hard. Hotspots. Hot yes, spots. of this virus. Now, you think that's coincidence? You're right. I mean, it's, it's true. True, true, true. Um... Yeah, it's about time for this thing to... The enemy is orchestrated to try to affect the the election that's coming up in November. And regardless of the side of the political aisle you're on, I'm just saying the enemy has an agenda. And whatever it may be, he's trying to to use it right now. It's been really interesting, though, to follow because, you know, Judge... Here in Dallas County, we're being jurisdicted by Judge Jenkins... In a yeah. lot of ways, making some of the dis- a lot of the decisions about our function. Big techs. Big techs, and he is a, a, a democratic liberal. And then we've got our governor Abbott, who is a pretty s- staunch Republican. Yeah. And the conflict between the two of them, that, like, if you in any way follow Twitter and see the comments, not by the governor, but by the judge about the decisions that the governor makes, it's almost, like, comical because you just have to think, guys. <laughs> you know, because all this stuff is just, and I, I'm assuming that this is just the, the, the influence of one of the principalities Everything is just brought to surface. I mean, everything is voiced, and and there is no holding back about people's opinions, about people's prejudices, about any of that stuff. And um, I I was going to quote a scripture, but I can't do that right off the cuff. But it's it's just crazy to me. Strange, strange. I was telling Pastor earlier, it's like, I don't even recognize this earth and you know this world anymore. <laughs> I don't even. It's just, just crazy. Yeah, we're gonna have to ask Tammy to go to the organ. We're gonna sing the old hymn. This world is not my home. I'm just a traveling through. It's okay. If heaven's not my home, oh Lord, what would I do? The angels beckon me. We used to sing that. This world is not my home. I'm just a traveling through. I bet they even sang it over at the Baptist church you grew up in. Your mom probably knows that Josh Garrels is going to come up with a hip-hop version of it here pretty soon. Um, and we sang that back in the old days. <laughs> Before this crazy time. Uh, but, you know, we are... We're in this world, not of it. Thank God. And we we really need to... Embrace wisdom and embrace the the eternal uh, identity in heaven, the thesaurus of wisdom and understanding. And um, we can't forget that's the word God gave us, uh, among others. We got to be faithful to pray and in to spend time with God. And by prayer, I'm not. I'm not saying the old timey. Let's make a list, and we we pray in the spirit. We glean from God. We then, in that supplication, we hear what He says. We we declare what He reveals, and um, we need to be doing this for the governmental authorities. Uh, I don't know what people in. You know, like you said, at least we have, 
a relatively kind and sane man who's the governor here. And with Jenkins being a liberal Democrat, he's still a very kindly fellow. He is, and I, I actually like him and, and have trusted him and his decisions. And But I, I don't know what people up in, in, in Washington State and Minneapolis, and I don't know how the Lord's leading them to pray. But it's it's crazy. It's crazy up there. Gee, Willikers. Or in Missouri. Missouri. Show me state. He has a weird thing about Missouri is um you know, we were talking with a very dear sister earlier about the way the enemy is moving up there. And we've known of the Ferguson effect and we've seen the thing about that couple standing out with an AK-47 and a pistol trying to protect their property and but the thing about Missouri is that you have so many denominations that are based there you know the assemblies of God are there the Lutheran synod is there 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 are others all over that state and it is it is a religious capital and for this to be happening up there is really Bizarre. Bizarre. I'm just scatter shooting here. We've got nine minutes left. It's just like chaos. That's why I so much appreciate just the the ongoing revelation of of how we pray and how God just continues just to drive that home in us. That first of all, we proscuneo, we lay ourselves before Him in humility, and we surrender all that we are to be as dust, to be caught up in the wind, to be able to partner with Him and what He's doing. But the whole supplication that that we partner with with what you know Him and His heart and what He intends to accomplish, the task at hand, and and through that supplication. He provides every measure of supply that we need to come forth and be um, a voice of, of prophetic declaration based on what He intends to do, not on what our opinion is or what we think needs to happen. And, I mean, talk about going to the table and examining ourselves we need to be doing that to make sure that our own opinions and mindsets even our religion doesn't hinder the free flow of of God's purpose and intent through us and he's using these times to perfect us and we've been saying that for this you know since the beginning of the year that this was such a time of of um being perfected and 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 him teaching us and um developed for what lies ahead but we think this is bad i mean you read matthew 24 and you see everybody's offended and and everybody hates each other and (laughs) and i don't know pastor we just have to be pure we have to remain pure in heart and um, walk in the spirit Lest we be, like you said in the beginning, be drawn away subtly by deception or, um, I can't remember the word you used, deception. Anyway. Well, you know, if there was ever a time that verse you referenced where we know not how to pray as we ought, it's it's now. Because, you know, there are things we want to do, there are things that we see and I'm speaking to America now, as Americans that we think, that ain't right, and we want to declare that, but as pneumatikos people, there are undercurrents and overcurrents and factors spiritually that are guiding all of this. And it's a, it really is a spiritual warfare, and we need the spirit within to, um, to guide us. Uh, and to pray through us in the mysteries of God. So um, I remember in seminary, uh, we would go through this well-known Pentecostal debate about the Spirit 
and how it says the spirit itself and how that should really be a um, you know attributed to God it, it's kind of like there the wordage is uh, is almost like an entity not 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 himself it's an itself and the reason is is that what we've learned in the past year that God gave us life within us it's his spirit within that prays that's what the scripture says and so there he invests himself into us and whether we're male or female um, God uses that spark of life and vitality and our identity within so it has to be in itself because it's God's deposit in me that gives me life is different than what's in you that gives you life. And so it is only God could do that where he gives of himself into us and that empowers and enables who we are. It's kind of like me as a man. You know, I have two daughters. I don't have sons, and I don't regret that. I'm happy with what I have in granddaughters. I'm blessed. But how could I as a man produce feminine uh, life and so we, we thought well I can explain that you know this is this but God can put his spirit within us and then it becomes it becomes a gift of himself so it is an it it's a gift that's an it but that deposit within us is um, is our identity it's our empowerment and that's how we pray it within us that spirit prays for us with groanings which are hard to enunciate and and it's it's then that we glean and interpret those so that we can make our declaration if there's ever a time we need that and to rely on the gift of the spirit within us that becomes born again when we accept Jesus as our savior it's now yeah you think of all the people who are Christians who don't pray in the Spirit. And you think of how the plan of God has been hindered by that. And it really shows how much more we as those who do pray, not only in tongues but in diversities of tongues, need to be daily praying in the spirit I mean it's like you wake up early in the morning and you're interceding and it's like a it's a desperation I feel like I'm supplying ammunition in the middle of a battle and and it is it is a desperation um, which would tell us that it's kind of like making ventilators months ago I mean there's such a need and you got to crank them out or masks there's a great need you, you've got to produce them and for us as a, not only Pentecostals are a smaller percentage of the larger body but diversities of tongues intercessors are even a, a smaller dimension so we're working overtime in the spirit, thanks be to God. It's a privilege to supply what's needed according to God's plan. And so we encourage you to keep praying in the spirit. Um, anyway, it took us off. I think that needed to be said, but anything else? We've got, well, we can go a couple more minutes. Well, actually, we're pumping up. Anything? So be looking for the uh, the first Saturday response. When will it be? Soon. And uh, But soon is not a time. It'll come. You just be watching for it. And we'll be back uh, with you tomorrow, Wednesday Night Live. Remember to be in prayer this Saturday, uh, first Saturday, and 
Remember on that day, July 4th, to be in prayer for the Brazilian folks, that nothing goes wrong in the technologies, <laughs> and that we'll have the, the fluency of the Spirit to communicate what needs to be said. These are good days. Amen. Enjoy the presence of the Lord. Thanks for being with us today, and uh, we continue to declare the blood of Jesus over you and your mission and our mission. And uh, until next time we're able to communicate together, God bless you and goodbye. <laughs>